ignore and outperform them. While you're over there watching me and talking about me, I'm working. I'm working hard. I'm taking things to the next level. You keep gossiping and I'll keep working. You keep talking smack and I'll keep working. You keep focusing on everything and everyone else and I'll keep working. And when you finally look around at where you are and where I'm at, you realize that you have nothing left to talk smack about. You will lose and I will win. Hello. This is an ad. Listen, I'm not going to sit here and pretend that there isn't a group of people out there that hate me with very depth of their souls. I am also not going to sit here and pretend that I fully understand the reasoning behind it, other than the baseless and completely fabricated things that they've made up. But what I can tell you is that extreme paranoia and overbearing anger issues and your shitty behavior are a sign that you probably have worms. What you can do with that is you can go to MrsRogersHood.com, use Shipwreck 10 at checkout, and get yourself 10% off of a worm tincture kit. People having worms have been reported to cause behavioral issues, unnecessary anger problems, and extreme paranoia in some instances. And let me tell you, Mrs. Rogers Hood has something just for you. Again, that's MrsRogersHood.com. You ship Brett Tana checkout and get yourself a kit so you can live happy and healthy lives like the hundreds of other people who have left amazing reviews on their website. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck. And I will be your hostess with the most is tonight. Sandy Brown nailed it on the head. Smash the like button if you haven't already. I would appreciate it. Please do so. And if you're on Rumble and you haven't smashed the Rumble button already, please do so. I would appreciate it. I don't know if they call it a Rumble button. I don't know what they call it. A thumb. It, it's, it's not really a like button. It's like a, you know what? It doesn't matter. Hello. It's me, Shipwreck. Welcome to the Nooner at Night. Uh, we're having a Nooner at Night because my whole schedule this week got all kinds of fucked up because I had to go to jury duty. And I had to sit there all day and then I didn't get picked and nobody was surprised. I had a whole thing planned out because I don't necessarily believe in the judicial system at all. Uh, and that was kind of part of, of my thing where I was like, you know, I don't, I don't want to do this, but I didn't even get to talk. I just had to sit there for six hours and listen to them talk about why we're there. And then they sent me home. It was, it was fantastic. So I didn't get picked. Uh, and then I didn't want to do them that way. Cause I was all burnt out from jury duty. Cause it's only so much shit that you can take. Right. And then the kids didn't have school and then they had school, but then they got out and it's just been, it's been a week. It's been a week. And so I couldn't do the nooner today. I did it tonight. And so we're at nooner at night. And this might be a thing that we do too randomly. Sonia, she's so sick of me. You have to be at this point. You have to be like, I am. So I'm indecisive. I'm like, we should talk about this. And we, there's just so much going on and I cannot decide as to what we should talk about. And so one day I'm like this, this, and this, and then the next day I'm like this, this, and this, and then, then here we are. And now I have stuff I want to talk about because then last night I had this epiphany and now I want to talk about it because I'm, I made a TikTok about it and apparently a lot of other people didn't think about it either. And it, it's kind of stuck in my brain. And so I'm going to have to get it out. But before we get started on that, and it ties in with agenda 2030, but before we get started on that, and we're going to do the Trump stuff, I've got all those videos and then I got Pete Buttigieg's videos. We'll do those after. And it's just great. It's great. Buttigieg is just a huge piece of shit and arrogant. He's terrible, but it's great. Uh, I want to say hi to everybody. Lily's Flowers, welcome to the live. It's good to see you. Scott Meyer, Squire, Sonia Brown, 
Kitchen, Mortician, Mindbender. I don't even remember who was in here first. TJ, I saw you in here. Welcome to the live. Lacey, Leroy, welcome to the live. Alex King was our first one in here tonight. And Jester, you guys, Purple Princess, welcome to the live. It's so good to see you. I hope you guys are having the best week ever. And uh, I hope you're being able to stay calm with all the ongoings of things that are going on. I know it's a lot. Just remember to breathe and take breaks as you should. Uh, for anybody watching after the live, thank you so much for, for your support and for being here. Anybody on the podcast station, Spotify and all that. Uh, I do appreciate you. I'm getting better about uploading these quickly as I can. So thank you for, for hanging with me and, and for sticking it out. Uh, for tonight, I want to start off with Agenda 2030. And let me pull up my notes here really quick. So Agenda 2030, and I've got a video that kind of explains it better, I suppose, than I could. And then I want to talk a little bit after the fact um, about Agenda 2030. And I want to talk about the target of Agenda 2030. And if you saw my TikTok, you might know where I'm kind of going with this. Uh, so, you know, comment your opinions or whatever below. But let's start with the video of Agenda 2030. In September 2015, all 193 UN member states adopted the 2030 Agenda for Sustainable Development. They recognize that ending poverty calls for transforming our world through strategies that build economic growth, address social needs, and ensure environmental protection. To achieve this vision, 17 Sustainable Development Goals, known as SDGs, were defined as part of the 2030 Agenda. The SDGs and their targets balance the three dimensions of sustainable development, economic, social, and environmental, working in partnerships and calling for action by all countries. The goals are integrated and indivisible. To capture the broad scope of the SDGs, five core principles have been included in the 2030 Agenda. The five Ps, people, planet, prosperity, peace, and partnership. They underline the importance of eradicating poverty and hunger in all its forms, offering prosperity for all, and ensuring the protection of the planet and its natural resources. They emphasize a world where peace and human rights are realized for everyone, and where all countries and stakeholders act in collaborative partnerships to achieve sustainable development. These core principles also define the political priorities of the Ministry for Economic Cooperation and Development, the BMZ, when collaborating with its partner countries. The Ministry calls for Germany to fulfill its global responsibility, advocates leaving no one behind and promotes approaches balancing the three dimensions of sustainable development. An example of how this can be done is the successful partnership for sustainable textiles initiated by the BMZ in 2014. Entering the partnership, businesses, politics and civil society commit to improving working and environmental conditions in countries where textiles and clothing are produced. That means that human rights and social and environmental standards must be met along the entire textile supply chain. Through its support, the BMZ ensures that our clothing is produced under conditions which are fair for people and nature. Today, the partnership already accounts for 50% of revenues achieved by the German textile industry. And the aim is to reach 75% by the end of 2018. Everyone can make a difference and contribute to transforming our world in line with the 2030 Agenda. For example, through conscious purchase decisions, 
we can choose organically grown and fairly traded products and should only buy the amount we actually need. In such an easy way, we can contribute to sustainable development every day. In many areas, our personal decisions have impacts on nature and people around the world. We therefore need to start taking our responsibilities seriously and adjusting our actions accordingly. Join now and work together with the BMZ. Take responsibility locally and globally for humans and nature. Sonia's shaking her head. You feel manipulated a little bit? You feel kind of dirty after watching that? The whole ideology behind the video is supposed to be this upbeat corporate video. But I feel a little manipulated. I feel a little like this is very not what they're trying to do. I want to focus a lot on, on I actually did, I read through the entirety of Agenda 2030. And I want to focus on the words that they use. They use the word eradicate an awful lot. So they want to eradicate homelessness. And they're using Germany as an example. I thought there was that too, right? We're, we're going to set the example by Germany. But um, if you simply put the word the in that sentence, eradicate the homelessness. Uh, that's the feeling that I got when I read through a lot of this. They want to eradicate homelessness. They want to eradicate drug use. They want to eradicate gender inequality. And eradicate is just a really strong word to use. That It's not a disease that needs to be eradicated. It is a, it is a situation that needs help. Um, but it doesn't talk about helping them. It just talks about eradicating it. Um, and that was kind of the point of my video today, too, is the eradication of people. We have been doing this since 2000, essentially 2019. So right before COVID, right when COVID started is when I really started to get vocal on a lot of these things and really started to research stuff. And the one thing that has been consistent since 2019 is the target of the eradication, just for lack of a better word. It's so interesting to me because we're we're not the target of the eradication. We're not the target of in the new world order. When when they talk about the new world order, it sounds sketchy. But if you're not awake and you're not aware and you're not paying attention, it sounds beautiful. Right? Peace, love, harmony for everybody. Love is love. It's all gorgeous. They're going to pay you equal pay. We're going to use grass to make our shit. I don't know. I'm, that doesn't get specifics as to how they're going to do this, just that they're going to do it. But it, it, it doesn't talk about how we're going to get there and, and the eradication of people who's being eradicated right now. When you talk about <coughs> died suddenly, who's dying suddenly. When you talk about the body positivity movement, it is, it is clinically proven and I'm not coming, look, I am not a small person. Okay. But I, I'm not Lizzo, but when you talk about body positivity and all bodies are beautiful, whether you're 160 pounds or 600 pounds, maybe, but what that does is creates a stigma that you can be 600 pounds and it's going to be okay. Right. It's celebrated. 
Like Lizzo is celebrated. Lizzo isn't going to live past 40 if she keeps going the way she's going. And that's just a, a scientific fact. People who have obesity, um, they don't live very long. Their hearts give out and, and that's it. But it's being celebrated as, as health. Even Nike is coming out with sports clothing. And I'm here for it. Like I said, I'm not shaming anybody. I understand. I, I struggled with my weight and, and the whole body dysmorphia myself. I understand it. But to have it be celebrated as something healthy or, or normal, it's, it's going to kill people. And that's what it's doing. People are dying. Um, there, there was just a lot of, it's not targeting us. The maid out of Canada was another one. I don't know if you guys knew that. So this month, that bill in Canada is going through to where if you were clinically depressed or you have chronic anxiety or you have any kind of mental illness and you are of age, I want to say it's 18, you can go into your doctor and request maid service. And if you don't know what maid service is, maid service is assisted suicide. And I watched a video of a woman whose mother had gone into the emergency room out in Canada and was complaining of pain, lots of pain. She was having all kinds of chronic pain. And they, she was in the hospital for three days. They, they didn't really, she said they didn't let her shower. They didn't do anything. They didn't offer her anything to help, but they had offered her maid service like three or four different times. And people are taking it up, children, you know, teenagers are coming in and, and, and they are able to, to participate in MAID. They aren't offered any kind of counseling or anything else. They can just escort them off the planet. Homelessness, if you're homeless and you don't want to do it anymore, you can go in. And from what I understand, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I don't know if I have people from Canada in here, but from what I understand is it's totally paid for. <laughs> There's these, then these are for the mentally weak. The jabs, right? We didn't talk about the jabs are specifically targeting people who have issues already, like are specifically targeting the people who take them, the weak, those people who took the jabs took them because they were afraid of catching COVID or giving COVID to somebody else or whatever. They were afraid. And so they took them because they're, and it's you're because they're weak. There is a cull happening in order to push in this 2030 agenda, in order to push in the new world order. What I can't get figured out is if they are trying to kill off a third of the population, why are they killing off their soldiers? The people that they have hired, essentially, if you look at, at, at what the Black Lives Matter stuff, I can't remember what that was called. Uh, the people in the black that infiltrated the black lives matter, um, and, and destroyed, you know, buildings and they're, they're soldiers. They're killing them off. Why would they do that? I'm going to talk transgenderism wraps into this too. And we talked about this last night with, um, uh, two a Patriot or with Patriot mama, 1776 transgenderism in, in the LGBTQ movement. You can't have children if you sleep with somebody of the same sex. It's there's no, you can't. It's just it. Jeff, Jeffrey Marsh's legacy is gonna die with Jeffrey Marsh, because Jeffrey Marsh cannot have children. 
all of their soldiers are being killed off because they are convinced it is some kind of false sense of empowerment. The, the women's rights when it comes to abortion is the same thing. Don't have your babies. If you don't want to, you don't have to. And that's, look, I'm okay with that. I, I personally was that before I had my first kid. I didn't want kids. I wanted to be CEO of some big company, right? That's what I wanted. Um, but then I had my kids and, and I'm happy with where I am. But the ideology behind, like, just, just get an abortion. Just, you know, you don't have to have kids and you don't have to have kids. But to put some kind of ideology behind having kids is, is I don't know unselfish. I mean, your legacy is going to die with you. The agenda is going to die with you because you're not procreating because you're not creating another generation to carry it on. But the people that are awake and the people that are aware, they're not going to participate in maid service. They're not going to participate in, in, in the jabs, right? In fact, a lot of the people that, that when COVID, when they woke up are not participating in any jabs anymore. They went from anti-vaxxers to just complete, or they went from, from supporting vaccines to complete anti-vaxxing. The people that are aware are not going to participate. We're not going to participate in the body positivity culture. I'm not going to eat fast food every single day because I know it's bad for me because I know that it clogs my arteries because I know that it causes issues with my heart. I, you know, moderation is fine, but if you eat that every day, that's bad for you. And not just in a society standard, but your health, you're going to die sooner. But it's almost like they're celebrating this. And I cannot figure out. And so I posted this TikTok and the comments that I got were, were good. I mean, and I got some that were not, but the majority of them were good. And a lot of people had the same thoughts, but couldn't come up with the answer. But a lot of people came and said, well, it's because there's going to be a second, a second call, right? There's going to be a second thing, uh, another pandemic. Um, I know Bill Gates talked an awful lot about a second pandemic that is going to come and is going to eradicate the rest of us, right? Or another third of the country. But then who do you have left? The gray, the gray, and we called them the grays last night. The, the NPCs, they're not going to survive this whole societal thing they got going on, this agenda. They're not going to survive it. If you got the jab, you're, it's, it's either going to be clots or it's going to be something else that's already out there. Like they've proven it. It's mainstream at this point. And if you're buying into this whole ideology of transgender, then it, it's going to die with you. That's it. It's not going to carry on. I like to think that the majority of people out there, even though they may or may not play along, but they, they understand how fucking weird it is and they're, they're not going to pass it on. This isn't going to be a generational thing carry on and on because you don't want to have babies and that's okay, but it dies with you. So then what are you going to have? So agenda 2030 talks an awful lot about 15 minute cities, right? The smart cities. And these are cities that are, are built like up and you, you know, have everything you need within a 15 minute walk of your house. There's no need to leave the city. There's no need to go and explore. It's very Truman show. You're going to have everything you need. And we're going to give it to you and it's, it's, and it's going to be glorious and it's going to be free and it's going to, you know what I'm saying? But what is the point of in 2030, having a 15 minute city full of fucking freedom thinking patriots, like we're going to burn them to the ground and there's not going to be anybody there to stop us.
So I, I cannot figure this out. And even if there is a second wave that takes out the rest of us, then at that point, then who's left? Because one of them isn't having babies. We are having babies, but our babies are going to know. And so they're going to grow up to be freedom fighting patriots at the same time. What is left? I, I cannot figure this out. And if anybody can help me, I, I would appreciate it because I have struggled with this for a long time. I haven't really spoken on it because people get real touchy with this kind of stuff. And so I kind of kept it to myself. Plus, I didn't know how to put it together in a way that people could understand it and digest it easily. Um, that didn't sound super out of out of touch with reality. But it, it doesn't make sense to me that this big evil corporation is going to take out its entire army, leaving the rest of us locked and loaded to, which at some point we're going to rise up. They're going to rise up. They're just, people are tired and they're getting desperate. They're going to these, we watched the school board meeting last night. They're going to the school boards. They're pulling their kids out of school. Um, maybe they know the ones left are going to be a strong mind to deal with what though? To deal with them? Why would the globalists put themselves in the lion's den like that? Why would you want us? That doesn't, because we're, we're not, it feels like we are. It feels like we're the ones being attacked. It's our videos that go down. It's, it's, it's us that are constantly being censored. It's their army that is coming at us with the gaslighting and the manipulation and the, the, all the bullying and the horrible mental health manipulation. It's their army that's doing it. The screaming and the yelling that you see from the feminist movement. It's their, that's, that's their army. But those people are going, they, they got jabbed. Their chance of, of living a long and relatively healthy life dropped significantly after that. Most of the globalists are so old, do you think they don't care because they will not be here for the fallout? It's possible. But then somebody's behind this. So as I'm going through this today, I'm putting this together. I was brought back to Dolores Cannon. And, and I don't know if a lot of you know who Dolores Cannon is. Dolores Cannon is a hypnotherapist. She's probably a world-renowned hypnotherapist. She's very good at what she does. I think she was. She's passed away since. But she, her claim to fame was that she was called in by specialists to do hypnotherapy sessions on um, large groups of people who were uh, reportedly duct abducted by aliens or, or had experiences in, in that kind of situation. And they were having some real life mental health problems with it. Like they were having night terrors and nightmares. So they called her in because nobody else really knew how to deal with it. And she sat down and did thousands of sessions with these people to, to go through what they went through and then to help them kind of, uh, digest it and realize what was happening and, and to be able to work through it as, as you do, if with any hypnotherapy, that's what you do. You bring your trauma back to the surface, you work through it, and then you let it go. And it's, and then you can go on and, and see things as you're supposed to, and not see things through your trauma. And that's what her claim to fame was. And she did thousands of these, these hypnotherapy sessions. And I listened to probably 200 of them today. 
um, and the different stories that people told. She's also the one that talks about the new earth. Now through these hypnotherapy sessions and just hang with me here. Okay. It's all connected. Just hang with me here, please. Because if you haven't realized that this shit is connected the last couple of weeks, then I don't know what to tell you. We shot aliens, UFOs out of the sky. Okay. It's, it's, it's mainstream media norm now. So this is a thing. But she said it was through these, these sessions that the extraterrestrials, the beings, they would come in and talk to her through these sessions. And this is where she came up with the, and I'm going to call it a theory. This is where she came up with the theory of the new earth. And the new earth is an earth that sounds a lot like the new world order. But for people like us, I know a lot of people that believe in this theory with, with their whole soul um, and can see it happening, you know, in front of them. This, the, the new earth, the ideology behind the new earth is that there's different waves of people that are going to come in and they're going to bring in this new earth. They're going to eradicate the evil out of it and they're going to live a harmonious life. And, and the, there's the ideology behind that is that not everybody's going to get to come. The only people that get to experience the new earth and that get to help bring in the new earth are the people that are willing to do the work and to, to like raise up to a different level of vibration, to raise their vibration up. And everybody else is going to stay in the lower vibration. And when I learned about all this, I learned about all that kind of a while back. And then when you kind of let that sink in, and if you sit back and you quietly just watch people, either online or in real life, you can see it. You can see the people that are vibrating at a higher vibration, people that have kind of, they've, they've kind of worked through their trauma. They're no longer acting out of trauma or acting out of ego. They're just, they're not Buddha. They're just, they can see silver linings in anything. And, and we're going to get to this, the second coming kitchen mortician. So that's her ideology behind it. And I have a video of her. I'm going to play for you guys too. So give me one second here. We are going into a wonderful time when the whole earth is going to change. And those who have been part of this will be the ones who move into the new dimension. The earth is changing its frequency and its vibration to move into an entirely different dimension. They said the human species must not perish we must have some survive. They're afraid we're going to blow up the earth. And they said that was the only time they would be allowed to interfere is if we take it that far. But they want some of the species to uh, be saved. And some people have told me, uh, you know, about they're here to take over the world. And I know I've heard some of the other speakers talk about the implants are to trigger them to help them be like robots to take over the world. None of that is true at all. They said, why do people say we're here to take over the world? It's ours. It always has been. We can't do anything as bad to you as you do to yourself. So they're really afraid of us, our violence, and they're waiting for us to get out of this violence and get all of these wars and everything out of the picture. Then we can join with them. That's the idea of developing a species like this. 
I might do a whole episode on Dolores Cannon. The whole ideology that she carries is very interesting. And somebody in the comments who's trying to bait my people, you got blocked. But if you're still watching, um, a lot of people think that she's a fraud. Now, I'm not saying that I'm bought into Dolores Cannon or I'm not bought into Dolores Cannon. I am saying that it's an additional theory that's out there. And it's a theory that resonated with me when I was researching Agenda 2030, when I was researching the, the New World Order. Because I, cannot, I could not figure out why the globalists would be taking out their own army unless they're not, unless that's not what this is at all. I guess that's kind of what I'm getting at when it comes to that kind of, if, if it's not the new world order, what if it's this, this new earth that they keep talking about? Cause that would make more sense because the people that are vibrating at a higher vibration and the people that are, are, are healing their trauma. They're not taking the jabs. They're living a more holistic life. We're not eating fast food for every meal. We're taking a little bit better care of our health. But then a lot of us quit smoking, quit drinking, quit doing, you know, things people are, are, they are, they're, they're, they're levitating up to this different like vibration. Megan says, but has anyone else noticed the people in lower vibration are completely acting out and be crazy on the past? Yes. Because that's what happens when a narcissist loses control. Have you noticed a lot of the people, specifically the loud ones, are classic narcissists? Like you, they hit all the red flags, right? And I think there's more narcissists out there than we even realize. Like the covert narcissists, they're hard to speak. But that's what happens when a narcissist loses control. They lash out. They scream. They yell. They can't have a rational conversation. They aren't going to hear your point of view. And it's over for them. Like we're not going to come out. I'm not, I'm not in the business any longer of waking people up. I'm here for you guys and that's it. And anybody that wants to join after the fact, I'm, I'm 100% okay, but you scream in my face, you're going to get kicked in the dick. I don't have time for that. Like I've got, <laughs> sorry, son. <laughs> like I'm done being nice to people. I'll be kind as fuck, but I, I'm not going to be nice to people anymore. You're not going to scream at me. You're not going to make shit up. You're not going to talk shit. But I'm also not going to entertain it if I don't have to. Um, I'm not going to go out and look for it. But that's this is what I'm saying. What if the New World Order and this New Earth, what if they're the same fucking thing? What if the New World Order isn't meant for the crazy blue-haired leftists? Or the crazy feminists? Or the he-hims and the she-hers? Because if they keep going the way that they're going, they're not going to get to experience it anyway. It's only going to be us and our kids. Yeah, right in the dick, Calvary. Just one. <laughs> I probably still have some healing to do, okay? Just calm down. I just, they're, they're not going to experience any of it. So what, that, what, what the hell is the point? What is the point of bringing in a new world order if the people that the new world order, that support the new world order, aren't going to get to experience it because you clotted them all up with jabs? Right? Because you convinced them that they're he, her, hims and they shouldn't have kids. So I'm going to end this portion of it and I'm going to ask, uh, do I, am I going to end this portion of it? I can make sure I have anything else. No, I don't. I'm going to end this portion of the live by asking all of you is if your opinion, is your opinion going to change if the new world order is in fact something that is set up much more like the new earth and it's set up for you? Is your opinion on everything that's going on going to change if the ones that are actually being attacked are the people that have been attacking us for the last however many years? 
because then it becomes a moral issue. The reality is, is I'm not, I'm, I'm out here speaking our truth and we're out here talking about things and we're getting banned and we're doing the stuff and we're getting beat up and I'm doing it for you guys, obviously, cause you're here and I love you, but we're not, we're not just doing, I'm not, we're not out here. Just I'm not, I'm not out here doing that for club. We need to get the truth out so that people, those people know. Like, do you understand that having seven abortions in a year does detrimental things to your body? And they're not telling you this, and they should be. That This is what we were trying to do. But we're kind of at a point now where people have decided what they're going to do, and that's it. And we'll welcome them if they want to come in. But So does your opinion change? If all of the people, if the entirety of the matrix collapses, which is seems to be what's happening, the matrix is eating itself, through freedom of choice and through, I don't even know. I don't even know where I was going with that, but it's eating itself. Are you going to be okay with that? Would you stand down then at that point? I'm not, because I don't want to live in a 50. I know where that's going to go, but the 15 minutes, the ideology behind the 15 minute city, the ideology behind everything that is agenda 2030 if you're not awake and you don't see the man behind the curtain, sounds beautiful. Sounds like a utopia. Does it not? And I'm not saying that we're going to go do it, but I am saying that the people that it's built for, they're, they're, they're going to die off. Would that change your opinion? just something it's a fake utopia it's a it's 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 a beautiful theory in theory but if it falls into the wrong hands just like anything else it can be exactly this this is what i'm saying it can be detrimental in any situation right the whole gain of function gain of function is mutating viruses to make new viruses so that you can make new that's the way i understand you make new vaccines to heather lily's flowers thank you so much i love your face so that you can make new new vaccines to get ahead of any kind of new virus that might happen. That's the ideology behind like the gain of function and the changing of the things. It sounds fantastic in theory, but if it falls into the hands of Bill Gates and, and all of those morons, it's bad because it gets leaked out and then we got pandemics and it's game over. There's no, there's, there's no duality in utopia. It cannot, that's exactly it. You can't have, I don't know. I don't know if anybody has got something better. I'll think about it a little bit more, but I cannot let this go that they are killing off the very people that support them and they need them because without them, you just got us. And man, we're just down to the hole. We ain't got nothing left to lose. Like we'll show up at Bill Gates house, right? I'm not going to eat your fake meat. I'm not going to eat your bugs. I'll raise my own cow in my tiny backyard if I have to. Like, I'm, we're not going to do it. Well, and the majority of people that are left standing even now are going to die on these hills. That's it. This is it. Like, we will fight to the death to not get jabbed. I will die on my own terms. I am not afraid to do that. And there's a lot of people out there that are like me. And so if we're the left ones standing, then what? Would your opinion of the elite change if you found out that the target was never you? It was the people that hate you. 
And I want you to think about that. I'm thinking about it. Probably not. I, I still feel like they're playing God and, and we don't do that. But I don't think enough people have thought about this. The fake meat makes me soaker. I know it's gross. <laughs> Keep your fake meat. Think about it. And, and let me know either in the comments after the show or you can send me DMs in the Twitter. Usually it's best. My Instagram DMs aren't working at all. I don't know what the deal is. Um, but I want you to think about that. Because the only thing that that would benefit is us and we're not going to play. So I don't know what the end game is in this anymore. I thought I knew, but I, I don't know anymore. With that, we're going to move on. I've got another topic. Sonia, I've got another topic. Sonia, do you have that big thing in your hair that all the influencers use to put makeup on? Have you seen that? Like the big pillows? They're all like, they got this big pillow and then they're like, get ready with me. Are you just, oh, she's just wearing it. It's not the big thing. Do you want me to send you one? Okay. Whatever. Whatever, Sonia. What else happened this week? Lots happened this week. So more to come. Let's talk about Donald Trump. Because we can, because apparently people get real pissed off. Listen to me. Okay. Part of being like awake and aware is to not let the very name of Donald J. Trump trigger you to such a mess that you just lash out incoherently in my comments on Twitter. Gary, listen, calling me names is not necessary, Gary. I'm sorry if you were offended by Trump's tweets, but my God. I was not the one tweeting them. All I did was put the story out there, Gary. Fucking A. Johnson. I don't, now I'm going to vote for him just because I know it doesn't matter. Just to piss all you people off. I still got some healing to do. Sonia, you want to book me an appointment with another hypnotherapist? I feel like I got some work to do. Whoever. I don't care. Okay. Thank you. We'll work on that. Amazing TJ says Daddy Trump. I do not call him Daddy. No, dad, daddy nothing. I'm not sold on Trump, but I'm definitely not sold on DeSantis. I saw some stuff. Nope, that's a hard pass for me. But I want to talk about Trump. So Donald Trump got on a plane. He's like, fuck it. If y'all ain't going to go to Palestine, I'm going to go to Palestine. Was it a political? Probably a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Like, if I was that, I would do it. I'd be like, this is the perfect opportunity to show America how much I care more about Palestine, Ohio, than fucking anybody else. I would have done it. Do I question the sincerity behind it? I don't. Just because Donald Trump kind of has a history of that, he's got a history of running his mouth an awful lot and pissing people off. But if you actually look at what the man does versus what he says, like you got to watch what Trump does, right? The 9-11 stuff, there, there was all kinds of things that he did that nobody wants to talk to me about, and that's fine. But he got on his plane. He's like, fuck you, Joe. I'm a dip. I'm a go. Buttigieg, I'm just going to go. And I'm going to bring, he brought a couple hundred pallets of water, Thousands of cleaning supplies. Uh, the morale was incredible. The clips, I put all the clips together. It's fantastic. It really is. Look, whether it's real, I don't care if it's real or not. Like, it got me in my, I'm like, fuck yeah. Palestine is a trouble. But the people, man, they rallied. Let's just watch. Sonia, let's just watch. I can't even put into words. Here we go. Trump, 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 Trump. 
showing up. You showing up before he's here. I think it's terrible. I think it's terrible. Oh, you know thank that. you so oh, let much for coming. Oh, uh, get nice him out of your What's your specialty today? How are you today? Nice to meet you. Hello, everybody. That's a nice, beautiful looking group of people. So I know this menu better than you do. Okay? I probably know it better than anybody in here. Uh, we're going to take care of the fire department. Okay. We're going to take care of the police department. Right now, what would you have done to help the people of East Palestine? FEMA would have been here a long time ago. What do you think they waited, Donald Trump, Mr. Trump? Do you think it had to do with they the fact that they waited for me when I came? Thank you, sir. When Thank I came, sir. everybody You're decided right. to come. Right? You know that. Nice to see you. Have a good time. You look so great up here. Have fun, everybody. Thank you, Mr. Trump. A lot of progress we made. Mayor's doing a great job. To the people of East Palestine and to the nearby communities in Ohio and Pennsylvania, uh, we have told you loud and clear, you are not forgotten. You are not forgotten. We stand with you, we pray for you, and we will stay with you in your fight to help answer and the accountability that you deserve. We'll have that accountability. It'll all be out there very clearly. Thank you Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Thank you for Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Thank you for Thank you for coming. Thank you Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. By contrast, visited the town today, and he bought a lot of McDonald's for cleanup crews and for firemen. He handed out bottled water, including Trump water. Trump also thanked John Rourke of the Blue Line Moving Company for bringing water to people who live there. Watch. And I want to thank those of uh, you that helped uh, John Rourke, who's fantastic, Blue Line Moving. Uh, is John here? Well, hello, John. Good job. Got a lot of trucks coming up with water, right? That's true. You're a fantastic guy. John Rourke with Blue Line Moving joins us right now. John, thanks so much for coming on. What, what did you see there? I'm embarrassed to say we have not been there, but what was your impression of what's happening in East Palestine? Uh, my impression, Tucker, thanks for having me on, is that uh, the folks there are a whole lot more motivated than they were at this time yesterday, and that's a fact. Um, the fact that President Biden has refused to come to this small town when he's supposed to be Scranton Joe, a small town hero of the working man, and he can't even show his face in a town of American citizens that need his leadership, that need the government's help terribly. And he proved um, what everybody I think already knew in this country is that he's not the leader for this country and that Donald J. Trump is the leader that we all know he is and he is the leader of this country. And he proved that today. That was leadership um, that I saw today. I saw people standing on the streets screaming for this man, chanting USA, USA. I mean, it just gives me goosebumps. And, and to have President Trump 
um, personally thank me. Um, I mean, to, it almost brought me to tears, man, to be honest. Uh, you know, I'm just a humble guy. I'm a working man, a uh, family man. And uh, to be able to, you know, have someone like him thank me personally was a, was a, was a big deal for me and my family. I bet it was. So really, just kind of big picture for one, for one second since you were there. 2015, Trump emerges out of nowhere, then he becomes the nominee, and the media starts saying, wait, there are a lot of forgotten people in forgotten towns, towns that built this country, people who were born here and have been completely ignored. Maybe we should pay some attention to these people who were dying younger than the rest of us. I don't think that ever happened. Did the people of East Palestine, who you spoke to, feel like anyone was paying attention to them in power? Absolutely not. I mean, these people need help. Okay, well, we're putting illegal aliens in hotels and five-star accommodations in New uh. York City, and the people of East Palestine can't even get a real hotel to stay in for a significant amount of time or some real money that they can actually go maybe and get their own VRBO or something like that, somewhere where they can actually take a month and get away from the town and get away from breathing in that nasty air and having to see hundreds of workers. Every river, every tributary has hoses in it and aerators in it. And they're spraying water into these rivers, and who knows where the water's coming from. People don't have any idea what the hell is going on in their town right yeah. now in East Palestine. They have no idea. And that's because of people like Pete Buttigieg and Joe Biden. They literally have no idea what they're doing. And that's why they're not there, because someone will, will call them out. And that's what they're afraid of. Yeah. Those guys are very lucky that rural America is peaceful and law-abiding. They really are. Um, unlike a lot of cities that wouldn't put up with this for one second. John Rourke, appreciate it. Thank you so much. Yeah, you got to admit, PR stunt or not, it was good and it worked. Somebody mentioned in the comments that they were confused because Trump didn't go to Florida, which was his home state, uh, one of his home states, after Florida, after Hurricane Ian. And, and somebody else had said it too. I think it was Angie Barnes. They were the response to Hurricane Ian was was immediate. The federal response to Hurricane Ian was immediate. The Hurricane Ian was it was all very immediate. They were there. That FEMA was like they were all right there. Um, I don't think he had any need to go other than he would have caused um more of a headache probably by going with his entourage and things like that. I'm not really sure what the answer to that is. I know he had made a couple of statements on it and he had sent prayers and things like that. I would bet dollars to donuts had the response in Florida not been immediate. He probably would have showed up in a very similar manner, uh, using it again as political gain, but still getting it done. Um, but the community in other states did actually more than people know. So I'm, I'm willing to bet that that's part of it. Um, and I'm not defending Trump or anything like that. That's just kind of how I see it. Uh, when it came to this, I think the reason that he went to Palestine in the first place was because nobody showed up. Like it took FEMA a week and a half to get there. Um, I hear they sent the poison water to Houston, Texas. I have not heard that. Sonia, did you hear that? Why would they do that? Just to drink? Just to be assholes or what? Just to get rid of it? I was going to comment. I saw reports that Trump asked for donations for Florida after and it's possible. I thought I remembered him saying or doing something with Ian, but I'd have to go back and look. So I'm not going to speak on it um, just yet. But Sonia is still commenting. I have not seen that they sent the poison water to Houston, Texas. She's going to send it. Are you sending it to me? They are to get rid of it. Safety. Oh, they're so they're taking it out and they're sending it to Houston, Texas to get rid of it. 
Why would they take it to Texas? Where are they going to put it? You know, I don't know a lot about waste management and, and water dam. I don't know a lot about them, but it's possible. I'd have to look. We could pump it to Kamala's house. That was my first thought. Is this retaliation for all the migrants that Texans sent to her fucking house? Like, probably. But so Trump went out there, did his thing, took the pictures, donated the food, donated the water, did all the stuff. And before he had announced that he was running out, Pete Buttigieg had been asked multiple times, along with the Biden administration, when they were going to Ohio and they weren't going to go. And then they were going to go, but they weren't sure when they were going to go. They wouldn't give a definite time. And then as soon as Trump announced that he was going to go, Pete Buttigieg at one point was going to take personal time off. Like he'd gotten done with this press conference. I'd posted, I don't have that video, but it's on TikTok. He'd gotten posted to the, the, the press conference, comes out. He's like, I don't know when I'm going to go to Palestine. And then all of a sudden Trump's like, well, I'm going to be there tomorrow. And he's, and reportedly, according to Benny Johnson, there was some, in his inside source, there was a lot of heat on Buttigieg to get on a plane and get out to Ohio to try and overshadow Trump's visit. So we did. He got on a plane, he went to Ohio, and here is Mayor Pete's coverage. Enjoy. Good day. What do you say to residents? You say you're too little too late. Uh, well, uh, I say that we're with residents right now. And, Mr. Secretary, uh, we're going to be here before, as we were in the first hour. Why did it take you three weeks then? Can, can I finish judge? my answer to the first? Well, we're uh, saying it's too little, too late because it took you three weeks to get here, and then you use the excuse the that it was. That was oh, there's a thousand asked, train derailments in the USA every single year. Is that okay to you, as the Department of Transportation Secretary? I'm on my way to answer a lot. The question is, do you think that you've done a good job as the uh, you know, Secretary of the Department of Transportation. Yes, I'm proud of what uh, FRA and FIMSA have done here from day one, from the first minutes, or at least the first hours of this response. What I'm really proud of is the community that I saw here. You've got federal agencies, you've got local first responders, you've got states, but most of all, you got a community that's been through a lot that I think is pretty frustrated with people trying to take political advantage of this situation. And my focus is going to be to make sure that our freight rail system gets safer. And anybody who wants to take political advantage of this, I'm calling them to the table to well, find out whether like, they are for that? or against. How are you going to fix that, though? Well, I would start by referring you to the whole plan that we put out the other day, and I'll be speaking more about this with the report. Uh, you, you can find Just them online. Yeah, points. sure. Uh, work with Congress to raise the fines, uh, the caps on fines. Our own work on things like focused inspections and the two-person crew rule. Uh, and uh, another thing that railroad companies don't have to wait on us to require them to do, which is getting better information to local Mr. Communities. Secretary, would you still Again, be here I want to get to President this, uh, wasn't here yesterday? Yeah, by the timing of my visit is uh, based on trying to be here with the community, but also trying to not be in the way of NTSB. Uh, maybe I got that timing right, maybe not. But uh, the most important thing for me right now is that that doesn't wind up allowing people to change the subject and block needed rail regulation. Again, yeah. I'm on my way to the media availability. Can you ask Biden why he was able to go to Ukraine before visiting the people of East Palestine, please? Can you ask Joe Biden that? Both information and misinformation injected into this situation. None of which is to the benefit of the community uh, when it comes to that misinformation. Did Norfolk or so I think, so I lost my train of thought, information injected into this situation, both information and misinformation injected. He lost his train of thought. Your blood pressure up yet? Mayor Pete is such an arrogant piece of shit. He just is. He just is. He knows he dropped the ball on this.
And it's the whole energy around his visit versus Trump visit is. But wait, there's more. Hold on. Sorry, Pete. Uh-huh. I just have a quick question. Uh-huh. Uh, the American public doesn't seem to be very confident in your ability to do your job. Will you be resigning anytime soon? I'm not here for politics. I'm here to make sure the community can get what they need. Will you apologize? Just, I, I want to be. Will you apologize for the response? That, um, for the slow response, taking your probably time. Probably one of the big things. And yeah. let's, let's go in here and get away from it. No, no apology. Why did it take you an entire two and a half weeks to get here to respond to East Palestine? Will you apologize to the residents of this city? Mayor Pete, why did it take you an entire two and a half weeks to actually get here to respond to East Palestine? Will you apologize to the residents of this city for for the the, the slow response? To the government's slow response, do you have any apology? I'm press person, I can help you. Sure, I'm sure, sure, sure. So can, can, can we ask why it took him almost three weeks to get here? I'm sorry, I don't want to do this on camera. What was his personal time off while there was a tragedy happening here? And can we also ask too why it, uh, you know, he waited until President Donald Trump came here to actually make an appearance. This is a very important question that people across America would like to know. I'm happy to have a conversation with you. I do not want to be on camera. Well, please put your cameras away. I'm sorry, we're on a public area, uh, so we are allowed as press. You guys, I would like you guys to turn your cameras off. You're on my camera. Well, I'm on a camera. I would like your cameras to be off, and then I'm happy to talk to you guys. Well, if you're the press secretary of the secretary of the Department of Transportation, don't you think you should be able to ask questions from the American public that you serve? Absolutely. I would like to do it without the camera on. Can I ask why? I think that is a little bit aggressive. Why why is it aggressive? I'm on I'm behalf happy. of the American people. I'm just asking why he has not been here until Donald Trump She's came. Asked them. She's asked them three several times for them to turn the cameras off, and they will not do it. She's been able to walk away. Would you like to go inside? I do not. I will walk this way. So can I ask what the secretary is going to do with the picture of Jenny Kerr? He took her the other day when he had, she was asking a question in Washington, D.C. I'm happy to answer your questions. I would like you guys to not have your cameras on. I can I make camera up a minute ago. If I turn it off, you all have your cameras on. I can see them. You guys, I'm happy to have this conversation. All right, y'all. So we are with the press okay, secretary for Pete Buttigieg. And right now we are being told that we are not supposed to be filming. Again, we are well, here right on behalf now, of the American public because we would like to have the conversation and we would like to ask the question as to why um again it took almost three weeks for Pete Buttigieg to be here on the ground Uh, he waited until Donald Trump came here to actually be here and speak to residents Uh, the people here have been quite tight-knit about when we can ask questions and again we're here on behalf of the American public and we wish we could both information and misinformation injected into this situation None of which is to the benefit of the community uh, when it comes to that misinformation. Did Norfolk or- so I think, so I lost my train of thought, information injected into this situation, both information and misinformation. <laughs> I just liked that clip, so I thought I'd play it again. Who says, well, I just lost my train of thought in a town that had the worst train disaster in the last hundred years. What a moron. They should fire her for the White House press. <laughs> Don't be called. That was bad. That was that was super bad. Now, to be fair, I didn't just pull this off right wing media, right? I went to CNN. I went to all the other left wing medias, too. And I just had all they had was the same video of him giving his official speech. Nobody other none of the other reporters really had asked him questions off to the side or tried to get more information with him off to the side. Um, So this is really all that I had was just those. The contrast between the two different 
uh, figures visiting is obviously vastly different. This was Pete Buttigieg's time to shine. Look, this was his opportunity to step up and, and really do something like this could have been a make or break in his career. And this motherfucker was going to go on vacation before the heat was put on him to get his ass over there. He dropped the ball and he dropped it hard and people are pissed. And it's my understanding that Joe Biden still has not been to Palestine and still does not have any plans to go to Palestine, but did manage to get on a plane and go to Ukraine and promise them, I think, an additional $5 billion in aid I saw today. Like, we are in deep shit. This, this, whether you believe this is the real administration or not, like something is happening that the people are just cast to the wayside. The amount of tweets, if you were to take Joe Biden's tweets the last year and you were to compare them side by side of how many times he mentions America and mentions Ukraine, Ukraine would have him beat probably 80% to, to 20, 80, 20, 100% of the time. Jamie Jordan, thank you so much for the super sticker. I love your face. Thank you for so much for helping us keep the lights on. He mentions Ukraine. He tweeted about Ukraine 13 times in one day. I I know what's happening in Ukraine. I know what's happening in Ukraine. I get it, but it's still frustrating, especially when you see the people of Palestine, Ohio, right, that are, are really having a tough time. And then Joy Behar, didn't she come out and blame them? for voting there. She's like, you voted who you voted for. So you get, isn't the president of the United States supposed to be the president for all the people. And to be fair, I have the same problem with a lot of the Republicans too. Like you're not just serving in, in these seats for Republicans. Okay. You were serving in these seats for all the people. I get it, but you're just as bad at dividing as the other half is. No, I don't think he's really tweeting. He can't be at this point that this, Look, I, I I was a sales manager, right? And and the ideology behind being a sales manager is you want to focus on the good because you don't want to bring the morale of your team down. And that's exactly what they're doing. They're trying to focus on all these, these good things that Joe Biden's doing. Problem is, is that he doesn't really have any. So they got to make a lot of shit up. Uh, like the big boom in new jobs. Okay, nobody's getting new jobs. Okay, these are people going back to work now that that a lot of the, the money is drying up from the COVID stuff, right? These are people that are are getting their jobs back because they back down on the mandates. Now, this is a new growth. This is a new job growth. Um, it's frustrating to watch, which is why I need to take breaks, and y'all should take breaks too because it's like it gets at you after a little bit, and you kind of forget that none of it really matters. But he just really dropped the ball. Pete Buttigieg could have handled this a lot better. And he just didn't, he is just an arrogant son of a bitch. I'm just, he doesn't care about those people. He doesn't care about the situation. This really could have put him on the map to be a genuine good dude. And he, all he had to do was show up. It was trending everywhere. There's no way you didn't know this was going on. You'd take two hours of your day, get on a plane and fly out there. That's what you're supposed to do. That's your job. Find out what's going on. Put your finger on the pulse of it for a little bit and then dip. Like you don't have to stay there. But he couldn't even be bothered enough to do that. And and love Trump or hate him, but he saw the opportunity to win over the hearts of the American, you know, the American people, win over the hearts of his supporters once again, and he took it. I would have too. 
I don't doubt the sincerity behind it, but I would have too. So I don't know. I got one more thing. Yeah, I got one more thing. I, this never really, this is, was not really hot news. It probably shouldn't have been, but it, it was just funny. So I thought we'd talk about it. Have you guys heard, you guys remember Br- Sam Britton? Sonny, you remember Sam Brighton or Britton? He was the garbage administration. He worked for Joe Biden, but then he was caught stealing luggage. That guy, yes. Okay, we remember that. This guy. Do you guys remember this guy? This. There's no way that this happened. This did not happen. I can't even. So earlier this week, this young lady, and I'm not even going to try and say her name. It's no offense. Just not going to try. But she is, she's like a dignitary from another country. She's a big deal in another country. And she goes on to state, my name is this name, Tanzanian fashion designer based in Houston, Texas, United States. I lost my bag in 2018 at the DCA. I recently, I heard on the news on Fox News about Sam Brinton luggage issue. Surprisingly, I found his images. He wore my custom made outfits, which were lost in the bag in 2018. He wore them in public to political events. Shut the front door. This guy, this guy deserves also to be punched in the dick. That did not happen. I mean, it was funny when it all happened. He was the guy in charge of nuclear waste. Thank you. He is a nuclear waste. He wore that like as a public figure, he wore her outfits. She's a big deal designer. Born dignitary. Okay. He even wore her jewelry. Dude's got issues. Like what the frick? Do you want to look at it one more time? Let's look at it one more time. No way. Just, I'm just dead. The balls, the literal balls on this guy. Cause he's still got balls. You can dress the woman all you want, but you still got the nuts. The balls on this guy. Big brass ones. Wow. Shut up, Sonia. <laughs> That's bad. That's an ugly, bad look for the administration. I also wanted to talk about uh, Sam Bankman Freed. Some stuff broke with that today, but I didn't get it put together. I'm not going to talk on it just yet. Uh, today's Thursday. We have a noon or on Tuesday. Maybe we'll touch on that. But he, Sam Bankman Freed has been charged, uh, not for defrauding you necessarily, but for defrauding people more important than you. But he has been charged federally, legitimately. Um. He's, I don't know, going to go to court. We might have to stream that. Maybe it'll be on C-SPAN. I'd like to see that trial. Hopefully it will be. That would be awesome. Um, But he's been charged. So also, I had another thing too. I should have a list, but I don't. So the Andrew Tate, you know, he was arrested and then held. Apparently he's out now. And the women that accused him and his brother of this apparently have made this all up and have done this before. And he's suing them to the tune of like a million dollars. I don't know if there's, I I don't know. I can't find anything that's concrete 
on either side. All I have are like his tweets and, and what they're writing versus nothing, which is coming from the media. So that's what he's saying. Apparently they'd done this before to another rich dude and then sued him and then won like a civil suit, a bunch of money. That's crazy. So more to come on the Andrew Tate stuff too. Um, they caused the Ohio crash. Why would they just show up? Oh, oh the dirty bomb thing. I didn't put that in here either. Sa the Sonia segment. So Sonia watched white noise. I can, no, I don't even have it. I have to, I have to go get it. Sonia watched white noise. And then somebody in my comments on TikTok, and this goes back to the train to in, in Ohio. Sonia watched it. And somebody in my comments on TikTok said, Hey, you need to watch it with the captions on and get like the background noise of what's going on. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> I hate movies. So Sonia's like, why? Well, yeah. she, she went back and watched it. And sure shit in the captions, in the quiet part, like in the background noise, they are talking about how the train derailment wasn't a train derailment, but that it was a dirty bomb, like a dirty nuclear bomb. And I guess a couple other times it did it too. In that movie, White Noise, which was the eerily similar movie to what happened in Ohio. I could see it being, I could see what happening in Ohio being a dirty bomb. Being done on purpose. What I can't figure out is why Ohio. I still can't figure that out. What is in Ohio? Ohio's number three in trafficking. I did find that out as far as states go. Did you guys know that? It's number eight in UFO sightings. Number three in human trafficking. I'm still pretty convinced that that's where they took the giant of Kandahar was to Ohio, to the base over there. Ohio's just weird. It's just weird, man. Ohio's got it going on. The Great Lakes. Yes, on the trafficking. Yeah, I was reading about that. Yeah. Ohio's got it going on, man. There are military sites there. See, there is. I swear to God it was Ohio where they took that thing. They're also hiding the giant of Kandahar. I'm just going to say it. Ohio's a hot spot for a lot of stuff. It is. Ohio. People always get it confused with me because I'm from Iowa. And apparently they sound the same to people, dyslexic people. Because people always think I'm from Ohio. That's why I can never be found on the internet because people are always like, I'm going to find where Shipwreck lives. And then they're looking in Ohio and I don't live in Ohio. I don't correct people, whatever. The most damage could be done with the river and the, the wind patterns to spread toxic waste. Well, I don't know enough about that to speak on a D, but it's possible. Columbus is a middle base for trafficking. That's what I was reading. Ohio. Isn't that where the Drew Carey show used to be out of? Wasn't that Ohio? Ohio. Drew Carey's weird too. They're trying to destroy something. They might be. You know what I found really interesting too? Another story broke. Do you guys want to talk about the Clintons for a minute? <laughs> Clintons are alive and well. Killing people off. So I know. So there was in Ohio. Okay. In Ohio, there was a 3M plant that caught fire that had, um, it wasn't nuclear. It was something else, but something just as bad, but it blew up. A bunch of people died. It was a bad, bad fucking deal. It's a bad deal. And they were, go there was five scientists that were flying out of Arkansas to Ohio or over Arkansas to Ohio to, do the investigation on this explosion that killed all these people. And they got to the Bill and Clinton, Bill and Hillary Clinton airport there in, in uh, Arkansas. 
And then they crashed and they all died. Hot dog. And that was yesterday. Yesterday was also the day that the autopsy report from the Bill Clinton aide who died a few months ago was released and it was deemed as a suicide. Apparently that man who also was good friends with Jeffrey Epstein and the whole thing, apparently that man shot himself in the chest with a shotgun first, then hung himself from a tree. How very Danny Tanner of him to do. It seems to be kind of the thing. And then there was another one that just broke five minutes before the live. Clinton's been busy this week, man. If Listen, if you are friends with the Clintons, lock your doors, hide your wives, okay? Billionaire financer is found dead inside his Fifth Avenue office, an investor who was friends with Hillary and Bill Clinton. He died from a self-inflicted gunshot wound. And his family says our hearts are just broken. That's that guy. They're busy little beavers this week. Something coming? <laughs> Is it the spaceships? Was it the Chinese spy balloon? Which wasn't ours? Or which is ours? Why am I blurry again all of a sudden? Stop it. Okay, that's it. I suppose we should wrap. We're over our hour. Sonia, we're going to wrap. Ship, you just made me spit my good. Because what can you do besides laugh at this point? They're, let, no, let's wrap with that. Listen. Clowns. <laughs> Fear feeds the machine. There's a lot going on and it's it sounds scary and it gets your blood pressure up and it pisses you off. Sam Britton out there wearing stolen goods. There's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can control. There's nothing you need to do. Take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Okay, get a little prepping corner. Get some water. Have it on hand. Learn how to grow some shit. Get some guinea pigs. Push comes to shove. It's a delicacy in India. I got two. I'm not kidding. Mix them with some green beans and potatoes. Greens, beans, potatoes, tomatoes, yams, plams, for sure. I love you, Sonia. But all you can do is laugh. In order to kind of stop being afraid of everything else, you got to stop. Don't be afraid to die. Like, come to terms with that. This is a spiritual warfare, and we know that. Get good with your 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 gods, whatever gods you believe in. Get good with your faith. Get good with yourself. Okay? And don't don't fear death. And once you kind of let that go, the rest of the shit is the rest of the shit. You could just, it is what it is. Focus on your family. Focus on yourself. Keep your mental health in check. Keep your physical health and your spiritual health in check. And you'll be all right. Remember, we're not the target. Okay? They're not out here trying to convince us to have abortions, right? To get the jab. They're offering it and we're not taking it. It's going to be us that stands at the end of this, whatever that end is going to look like. So with that, you guys, I love your faces. Thank you so much for being here. Tonight is Thursday. Tomorrow's we're off tomorrow. I have a pre-record with Kat tomorrow for her first show. She started this project. So more to come on that. You guys, I'll let you in on that when she's ready. That's going to be fun. So we're back with Ship and Shannon's Saturday Shipanigans. And we're going to talk about the 100th monkey theory. And we're going to talk about the rats theory that we talked about last night with the rats and how just how you step. If once you start giving the rats what they need, they all get fat and lazy and they stop having coitus. 
And that's what they think is going on with the people. We're going to talk more about that. I'm going to find some videos. We're going to talk about that. And just some different things that are going on with the population. And uh, that's going to be Saturday's Night's Live with Shan. And we're just going to keep going. So with that, you guys, I love your faces. Keep removing. Take it easy. Tell your mom I says hi. And watch out for deer. Bye, guys. Back off, I'll take you on. Headstrong, you take on anyone. I know that you are wrong. You're headstrong. You're headstrong. Take you on. That's really strong. Ding dong. Take you on. Back off, I'll take you on. Headstrong, you take on anyone. I know that you are wrong. You're headstrong. You're headstrong.